Well, hello there. Welcome back. The truth is anyone can become a thoughtful gentleman. And don't worry, girls, you can be gentle ladies. And if undecided or a beautiful combination of both or neither, no worries. Everyone appreciates a gentle human. Now, in no particular order, first, elevator etiquette. I'm not talking about pushing buttons or sexual activity, which, by the way, don't do it. There's cameras. You're going to end up on Pornhub and feel really silly. Elevator etiquette. Etiquette. If you're in the back of the elevator and someone gets on, step into their line of sight, at least their peripheral vision. That's the polite thing to do. No one likes someone lurking behind them. Bless sneezers. And if you get blessed, you say thank you. Always do your best to mind your manners and be polite. That's just common sense. Be an excellent tipper, except for extreme circumstances like you're forgotten for hours. Have a great time when partying but never so messed up on drugs or alcohol you require a babysitter. Do your best to be extra kind and patient to children, the elderly, the sick or disabled, and animals. You be on time. You dress for the occasion. Don't be stingy with your love or even the word love. No one cares about your sexual exploits unless it's relevant to a story or downright hilarious. Use the F word correctly. This is very important. Sometimes one fuck will cover it. Sometimes you need a fuckity fuck, and every now and again, a triple fuck. But using the F word correctly, essential to the thoughtful, gentle human mentality. Give thoughtful gifts and handwrite thank you cards when appropriate. If you can help someone in need, do. Try to find excuses to say yes instead of excuses to say no. Never make fun of someone else's job. There's never any shame in working. If you have the means, always keep your shoes clean. Have a spare pair for the rain. If someone cooks an entire meal for you, unless you're a guest, you're on the dishes and don't expect a band to play when you're done. Do your best to support local businesses. Never disrespect the ocean or the Oprah. And according to our executive producer, your wallet, your responsibility. And this gets us to seated urination, which there's been a lot of pushback from the male population on this one because I maintain in the privacy of one's own home, not in public, but in the privacy of one's own home, a thoughtful, gentle human sits down to urinate because if you don't, you know what happens. Cacophony of man jazz. No one wants to clean that. But there's this, this weird kind of pushback to it because I think most men, or most, excuse me, most penis havers were trained or potty trained by... By, by an adult who ingrained in them when they were so small and no one really even remembers wearing diapers, right? So ingrained in you when you're so small that don't pee like a girl, like, like this whole like kind of machismo, don't worry about that. What do you care more about? What, you, what your dad used to say to you when you were two or three? Or the cleaner? Don't, don't disrespect the cleaner like that. So get over this whole seated urination thing. It in no way makes you less of a man, penis havers. Oh, yeah. And last, if you, uh, if you live in Iowa, feel free to caucus for Amy Klobuchar. She's the Goldilocks candidate. Thoughtful, gentle humans. 
What up, Fishby? How you doing over there, my extra-dimensional musical genius? Thank you, everyone, for coming to smile and think with us tonight. In the show, the NBA All-Star tribute to Kobe. Is America actually better off if Trump wins the next election? Whoa, 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 whoa! And did Fishby really get engaged? I don't buy it, Fishby. I, I don't buy it, but I suppose we'll find out when we get there, won't we? But right now, thank you. Thank you for the hot lead. Let's, uh, let's begin this show the only way we know how with question one. Famous and influential liberal magazine The Nation asked the question, Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, why not both? What say you? What say me? Well, I haven't read the piece, but I believe they're proposing some kind of blood pact between Sanders and Warren that whoever gets the nomination that the other would be their veep. I think they can get over their squabble from the last debate. But Vermont is technically part of New England, and she's from Massachusetts. Is that really smart, having two candidates, both senators from New England? But he's six foot, she's 5'8", so they'll at least look nice together on camera. And believe it or not, that kind of thing matters. Other than the fact they're both really, 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 really white. Other than that. And if Warren gets the nomination, she's 70. Is it really wise to pick a 78-year-old running mate? I think if Elizabeth Warren gets the nomination, it would make way more sense for her to pick Mayor Pete. So I, I'm okay with it. I, it would make more sense if it's, if it's Bernie as Prez and Warren as VP. That makes more sense to me, but I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. What's next, Fishby? Our thoughtful gentleman allowed to go to strip club brothels in Mexico because I don't think a real gentleman would do that. <laughs> okay. All right. We've, uh, we've gone there, have we? We've, uh, we've gone there. Now, uh, this is obviously someone that uh, listens to the show for a while, and I assume that they're referring to Club Hong Kong uh, that I've previously described as a sexual Disneyland in Tijuana, Mexico. A, forgive me for not sharing your puritanical values. B, 99% of the customers in there, which always includes some females, are not there for the extracurriculars. C, that's a legal, clean, and regulated establishment. D, debauchery plus raw hedonism and sex appeal makes for tremendous drinking atmosphere. E, even if one was to partake in the extracurriculars, I would much prefer the ladies interact with a respectful and thoughtful gentleman who plays by the rules rather than some jerk. And F, without mentioning the obvious red flags like human trafficking, sex slaves, or minors... I guess I did just mention some of them. But amongst consenting adults, sex work is real work. 
What's next, Fishby? Can you make sense of the NBA All-Star Game format and Kobe Bryant tribute? Before we get to that, did you hear today that apparently halftime of the Super Bowl, J-Lo and Shakira and special surprise guests, I'm predicting BTS, because uh, who wouldn't want some K-pop at the Super Bowl? Uh, there'll also be a, a brief uh, uh, Kobe tribute in there. But the NBA All-Star Game, no, I don't understand the format they're proposing. But then in the fourth quarter, like they're going to play with no clock and to 24 points? Because that's Kobe's number. I'm confused. It it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I think for the All-Star Game, because, you know, fouling out, like who cares? I think there's a world where everyone can wear the same number on the team, because who cares? It's an exhibition. It's, it's, it's an all-star game. And because Kobe has two numbers retired at the Staples Center, number 24 and number 8, he wore both of them during the course of his career. He's the only player ever in any sport to have two numbers retired in his name. Uh, have one team, everyone on the team, wear number 24, and on the other team, have everyone on the team wear number 8. 24 on one team, eights on the other. What's next, Fish B? Did you seriously not go out to celebrate the show's second anniversary? Who are you and what have you done with Bob? If the second anniversary w- would have happened last year, I'll tell you what I would have done. I would have, I would have had a, a pre-show cocktail and enjoyed a cocktail with you during the course of the show. And then after the show, to celebrate the second anniversary, because for some reason I felt like I would have accomplished something, I would have gone out and gotten real rowdy. But, uh, nah, the... I'm not into that right now. You know what I'm into? I'm into being focused. I'm 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 into locked in, and I'm focused... And I've never taken things more seriously. And, and I'm at the psychiatrist every week. I like all the little things like one needs to do. Like I'm trying to do those. And God damn it, we'll, we'll see if we can't create some results. But that's, uh, that's my thing. I, I honestly, I have no desire to spend any time inside a Spokangelis bar anytime soon. No desire whatsoever. If I'm on vacation, that's one thing. If I'm down seeing Patricio in Tipiers, that's one thing. We're going to the sandbar. If I'm in San Diego or Mexico, goddamn right. Let's uh, let's celebrate that. But I can't do these Spokangelis bars anymore. What's next? What would happen if Trump got convicted in the Senate and removed from office? Well, uh, the good news is, uh, uh, barring some crazy, unforeseen circumstance, there's almost no chance of that happening. The, the chance is so minute, but, but just, for a, just for a thought experiment, remember the, uh, remember the Women's March, like, like the Saturday after, after Trump got elected? Uh, imagine that all over the country if Trump was removed from office by the Senate and not on the ballot. Imagine that, but a bunch of people with guns. Like Charlottesville times a thousand. But I have another thought experiment for you. Um, 
and and Bill Maher has, I think, done a great job of talking about this a lot. But he poses the question to Democrats, and I think smartly, say the day after the election, Trump loses, and he's already calling it rigged and basically refusing to leave office because winning is his brand, after all, as Maher says. What is the plan? If this guy's not going, what is the plan? When he puts out the word to his 60 million Twitter followers, even though probably half those are Twitter followers like me who just follow just to check in every now and again on the madness that's spewing from the alleged Adderall and Cesspray. Alleged Adderall and Cesspray. I mean, things... I mean, we think this country is... is is divided now. I mean, Trump is the most divisive president since Abraham Lincoln. What fucking way is this country going to go and half the country's not accepting, irrationally not accepting the election results? Or maybe not even half the country. 15% of the country, but a very vocal and armed 15% is not accepting the results of the election. Is it better for the country in the long run in a hundred, if, if America makes it another hundred years, if we're not crushed by our debt or plague or something else, is it better for the country in the long run if Trump gets reelected? Just a thought experiment, just something to think about. What's next, Fishby? Yo, it's me, Fish B. I accidentally got proposed... Excuse me, I can't even read your handwriting, Fish B. Because you're an extra-dimensional fishbowl, that makes sense. Uh, yo, it's me, Fish B. I accidentally proposed to a stripper last night, and she said yes, but we have to get pre-marriage counseling if we want to get married in her church. I'm against it. What should we do? Well, first, Fish B... Uh, I, I don't believe that last night you became engaged to a, and let's not use the word stripper, dancer at, at an exotic cabaret. Um, I don't think anyone should have to go to pre-marriage counseling at a church. I understand some churches make, make, make you do that. But honestly, that's a waste of time. If you really want to, before you get married, you want to stress test the relationship and see if you got what it takes to at least make it a few years. After that, it's kind of a crap. But if you can at least make it a few years, the best way to do that is to go online and order the most complex piece of IKEA furniture you can. And then, if you can... Uh, Spend all day putting it together with your fiancé and you don't kill each other or a giant World War III style argument doesn't break out? Yeah, go ahead and get married. What's next? Can you describe yourself in three words? Probably very poorly. I don't no. Margot Robbie Fan. Nia Malika Henderson. Previously on Homeland. Erstwhile on Fargo. I'm a tough man to pin down. You know this about me. Uh, you can pick any three of these five. Uh, authentic. Sensitive. 
enthusiastic, odd, and creative. Pick any, 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 any three of those five and I'll be fine. And oh, there's Isaiah's music, our executive producer, which means we've reached the final question in tonight's fishbowl. Tonight, Isaiah writes, what's the best quote you've heard lately? The best quote I've heard lately. You know I do love quotes. I'm going to go with ancient Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu, who said, If you care what other people think, you will always be their prisoner. Ancient Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu. If you care what other people think, you will always be their prisoner. Sage words from an ancient Chinese philosopher. That's what Chinese philosophers are good for. Sage words. Thank you, Isaiah. And now we have reached the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego and the finale. Kick it, Fish B. The BBC is laying off 450 employees from their news division, and Warren Buffett is liquidating 31 local US newspapers for only $140 million, and that's bad. Amazon stock went up a strong earnings report they had today, and Jeff Bezos made $13 billion today, and he should bet it all on the Super Bowl. LeBron James got a new Kobe tribute tattoo, and that's nice, and I want my next tattoo to glow in the dark. That's a thing. Happy half birthday to my beautiful daughter Chanel, and she made me promise to say that. Hummer has a new vehicle, and I usually strongly dislike Hummers, but this truck is electric and has 100, well, excuse me, 1,000 horsepower. I'm intrigued. Coke released a new energy Coke to stores, and no one fucking noticed. The coronavirus is now officially a global health emergency, and U.S. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, ever the optimist, sees this as potential good news for U.S. jobs. Actress Lori Loughlin and husband Massimo are selling their house for $28 million, and they had no idea two kids could be this expensive. And lastly, the Guardian newspaper in England is no longer accepting ads from fossil fuel companies, and in related news, Rudy Giuliani's new podcast is now brought to you by Exxon Mobil, beautiful clean coal, and blood diamonds. Woo! There we go. Uh, programming notes. I have to go to the dentist tomorrow at 11 a.m. to get a filling replaced that I'm told will likely turn into a root canal, so likely no show tomorrow, Friday. That means we're back on Monday. The impeachment trial might be over. The Super Bowl is Sunday, so game, halftime commercials. And oh yeah, Iowa caucus is also happening on Monday. We'll see what happens with Amy Klobuchar. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and Fish B. We appreciate you coming to Smile and Think. Subscribe or follow if you marijuana. Truth be told, I'm not in charge of you. Social media, we're easy to find, at Bob's Fishbowl or at Bob Van Dyne. And, of course, the website, bobsfishbowl.com. Say goodnight, Fish B.